courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. <laughs> Learn about adopting a team from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. This is your tech news briefing for Wednesday, May 13th. I'm Kateri Yoakum for The Wall Street Journal. Millions of people have tried to file for unemployment in recent weeks, and many found themselves on the phone for hours or trying to access a website that kept crashing. That's because many states haven't updated their IT software in decades. Now they're turning to major tech companies for help. Our reporter Sarah Cheney will join us to tell us all about it after these headlines. Uber is looking to expand its meal delivery unit. We report that Uber approached Grubhub with a takeover offer earlier this year. Now, Grubhub has proposed an all-stock counter offer in which its shareholders would receive just over two Uber shares for each Grubhub share. Uber is expected to review the offer in the coming days. Any agreement would unite two of the biggest players in meal delivery during a surge in demand for their services. Google's self-driving car unit, Waymo, announced another $750 million investment on Tuesday, meaning the company has raised $3 billion in just the last two months. It's part of a broader trend in the autonomous vehicle industry, where big companies are winning out on investments over startups that have yet to prove themselves. Demand for smartphones fell dramatically in the first quarter of 2020 as the coronavirus upended the global economy and disrupted supply chains. But the world's number two smartphone maker, the Chinese telecom company Huawei, has been hit especially hard. Its smartphone shipments outside China dropped 35% last quarter, a rate much higher than its rivals. That's in part because the pandemic is just one of the challenges Huawei is facing after the Trump administration blacklisted them over national security concerns in 2019. And cable and satellite TV companies saw their sharpest customer decline on record. And now it looks like big advertisers are reading the tea leaves. Companies from General Motors to Pepsi are working to walk back up to $1.5 billion in ads planned for traditional broadcast networks later this year. Many of these companies had already been pulling back on advertising as the pandemic made demand for their products uncertain. Some ad executives say they expect this to accelerate the shift of ad dollars to other marketing channels like streaming services, search engines, and social media companies. After the break, how some states are turning to the Googles and Amazons of the world to update their IT. That's next. The world has experienced rapid change, but with disruption comes opportunity. Janice Henderson can help you harness the power of change and stay on the right side of disruption. Visit JaniceHenderson.com for more information. Investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principle and fluctuation of value. Every week for the past few weeks, millions of people have been filing for unemployment or trying to, logging on to government websites, and in many cases, the website crashes or the phone lines are tied up. We've spoken about this on the show before. In the pandemic, the number of people trying to access government services online has skyrocketed, and government IT systems are just not up to the task. So now they're updating, and they're turning to the tech giants to do it. Our reporter, Sarah Cheney, joins us to explain. Hey, Sarah, thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. All right, Sarah, anyone who's gone to the DMV knows firsthand how outdated some of our government IT systems are. 
Can you just give us a sense of how they've handled the strain during this pandemic? Right. It's been pretty difficult given that, uh, like you mentioned, we've had just a historic number of people applying for jobless benefits. A lot of states are operating on pretty outdated call center technology that is just being overrun by the number of people that are trying to either ask questions about the unemployment benefits process or just apply for unemployment benefits. Um, What we've seen recently, though, is that states like Rhode Island and Kansas have been turning to technology giants. And so Amazon Web Services, for instance, um, is helping these states move to basically cloud-based call center technology. Um, So that's one arena that states have been seeking help from companies like Amazon from. And then uh, Google, I know there's been a huge kind of back and forth with these big companies over cloud services. Uh, Is Google also getting in the game? Yes. Google is working with states like New York and Illinois to upgrade uh, those state labor departments, old computer systems. Google is using cloud technology and artificial intelligence to upgrade these states' uh, websites capacity and um, help them automate the claims filing process. That includes things like, uh, you know, developing chatbots so that if I'm trying to apply for unemployment benefits. I go on the state website and there's a chat bot there that can help answer some of the the more routine questions that people have about applying for benefits. So as the states are implementing these technologies, what kind of improvements are they seeing there? They're seeing that they're able to handle a much larger number of calls without using as many humans, um, which is a huge advantage. So like Rhode Island, for instance, when they uh, replaced their call center technology, they ended up using the same systems that Amazon uh, uses to handle calls during Black Friday. And what they saw was that about 75,000 Rhode Islanders were able to file unemployment claims on the phone the first day that they implemented this call center technology, which you know was just a huge improvement from the past, the, the Labor Department director told me. So I guess my question is, what's in it for the companies? It seems like the size of these contracts has not been huge. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, like you mentioned, the, the contracts haven't been that big. The contract between Rhode Island and Amazon so far, you know, was a few hundred thousand dollars. The Kansas Department of Labor has spent about $75,000 uh, bringing on Amazon Web Services. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm i not sure exactly what's in it other than the fact that there are 50 states. And so the more uh, states that Amazon and Google can kind of start working with, um, the more money they can bring in, the more likely they are to perhaps expand outside of just labor departments um, into other other realms of, of government. Are we going to see, it seems like other companies have started to do this earlier. I guess Massachusetts migrated to the cloud in 2017. Do we expect this to be a proof of concept for public-private tech partnerships in the future? I do know that states are looking to each other for kind of a model on how to upgrade their technology because, as you mentioned at the beginning of all this, um, States were many of them operating on just, you know, 40 year old computer systems. 
so I think that we're just seeing more and more states starting to turn to these tech giants and other companies to to try to make those changes. Um, Amazon is also helping Kentucky and West Virginia set up remote call centers to help with unemployment uh, inquiries. All right, we'll be watching it. Our reporter, Sarah Cheney, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. All right, before we go, there's still time to share your work-from-home tech stories and questions with us. Our senior personal tech columnist, Joanna Stern, will be back on Friday to share her best tips and solutions. You can call us and leave us a voice message. We've put that number in the description, or you can email Joanna at joanna.stern at wsj.com. And that was your tech news briefing. I'm Kateri Yoakum from The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening.